Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. so tired. Why? I don't know. Actually, I know why I'm tired. I didn't sleep last night. I sweated all night. Oh, yeah. I hate when that happens. I know. <laughs> Dude, I've just been uh, like ruining my sheets every day. Okay. So sweating remember, or what? No. Remember when you had, was, was it your hand that was bleeding all the time? <laughs> it was, um, <laughs> was it, it was something. Books? It may have been. Yeah. It was like, I, and I had, it would like dry. It wouldn't be bleeding, but then in the middle of the night, it's almost like it would. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. you would just mess my sheets up. Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> then you like turn over a pillow and you, you would kind of like, look at me sheepishly like, Ooh, sorry. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause it wasn't like I was bleeding. I know after. it was just like little dots, almost like yeah. In it was like shape, a sprinkling. In the, yeah. In the shape of like how it was bleeding on my hand or whatever it yeah. was that it was bleeding. Yeah. Well, anyway, I went you have some, to, you have some well, I went to, oh, I went to a friend's wedding and I mean, you know, had, had a few drinks. Yeah. Um, did you, did so you, I'm uh, not totally sure how I did it. Yeah. Cause I know I didn't fall. 
Okay. Okay. I know I didn't fall. You and scuff, scuff your, is it your hand or your knee or your it's foot? It's my, or? both my elbows. Oh. So like, I, I think they had like this like metal thing that we were taking pictures in. And I think I put my, like, it was like these letters and oh, I think did I you went like, like rub this, it and it was metal and it was hot. Oh. And I think it just went. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's funny because it's in the exact same spot. I know. On both sides. And <laughs> I <it's- know. laughs> it looks like it's a pair of tits right now. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, but anyway, so like yeah. eyes. So I've just been fucking up my sheets every morning. I'm like, God yeah. damn it. There's just little cause same thing. Like they're scabs, but apparently they like to leak at night. You so know gross. What? For me, it's like whenever I, especially on your hands, like when you do have the tears on your hands from pull-ups or whatever, yeah. sometimes if it's bad and it kind of dries and you like open your hand oh, and yeah, it kind of like cracks, yes. I mean, that pain will wake you up yeah. out of sleep. <laughs> and, <laughs> then will, and then it will, and then a few times in my life, and then it, it will definitely leave a trail, you know, oh, yeah. like a like a breadcrumb breadcrumb trail. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can see, I mean, I, I mean, I, it's, it's so weird the places that it is at that I'm like, what was I doing last night? Like I was like going like this all over my bed or something. <laughs> 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 like just walk, like just walking around on my elbows. Like how maybe you like, were like, like you just kept laying, going. Maybe you just were laying on your belly, but you kept like scooting around. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I well, had a, a friend uh, uh, come over the other night and <sighs> he fell asleep on the couch with me. And he goes, Gina, I tried to wake you up. And he was like, I was literally hitting you. <laughs> he goes, I was hitting you. And I was yelling in your face, wake up. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. He's like, yeah. And then he kind of like started talking. I said, yeah, well, you know, Brooks had some of those experiences with me before where I just throw my leg out. Oh my like, gosh. Almost like <laughs> break her in two with my leg yeah i think i talked about that on the podcast one time where Gina yeah. literally karate chopped me with her leg but it, it didn't actually hit me because i was still awake <laughs> you like got out and of the way in time she all of a sudden just got you know you guys know how it is let me listen like sometimes when you're sleeping it's such a fragile state you know <laughs> you if someone wakes you up in a bad mood you're immediately pissed yeah you know sometimes i used to um talk in my sleep sometimes. Oh, uh-huh. And my ex would, when I would say something, he may not, he wouldn't know that like, I was talking in my sleep. So he would respond to me. Uh-huh. And it's almost like when I, I'd be dreaming and sometimes I would say something out loud and I would be asleep, but at that point it'd be like a lighter sleep. And I would be aware like that I said it out loud and I immediately would get so embarrassed. Like it's like, as you're waking up. Yeah. 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 No, so that's em- happened to me so embarrassed. <laughs> and then he would say something to me and I would just get like embarrassed and mad. <laughs> like don't repeat it. Like, so, so, and then he'd be like, what? And I'm like, I didn't mean to say that out loud. I was, I was dreaming. Well, supposedly Kylie, it was never, it was never anything bad or weird. Yeah. It was just like, it's such a quiet, silent time. You're sleeping. It's middle of the night, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden you're talking, you say something out loud and the person responds and it, it was embarrassing for no reason. It's well, just- it's confusing. Yeah. Like you're just confused. Like, wait, what's happening? But Gina yeah. in bed get, got hot, you know, like sometimes you're hot and it's almost like she gets <laughs> mad. 
I'm just mad at the sheets. Yeah. yeah. Like a little tangled. And all of a sudden she just moves and she just kicks her left leg <laughs> out and just pulls the sheet off of her and lifts her leg straight up. Didn't even know she was this flexible and just slams it down. And I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> Holy cow. Been a real injury. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, Kylie, my daughter, her mother-in-law, I guess, talks in her sleep and she had a recording of it that she played at the office the other day. And it was terrifying. Like if I were her husband, I would be terrified. It was like, <laughs> it was like, all, like these weird ass sounds. And then like saying things like in that voice, like, what's your name? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, you imagine if you were sleeping with somebody and they said that I'd be like, fuck you. I'm out of here. My mom like, has a my mom has a story about her sister. They when they were when she was younger, so they shared a, a bed, and they, uh-huh. just like I did with my sister too. I remember when I was really little, me and Lacey shared like a either like a king, a king size mattress or something. It was just one room, one bed in our room. And then eventually, we got my mom got rid of that. We had two beds yeah. in our room, and she said that she, I don't remember what she had watched. It may it was a scary movie. It was like a new movie that was out. Maybe it was like um like an exorcism or, or something. Oh yeah. Like that. Like yes. that right. Yeah. Like exorcist, and she said that yeah. she was like in bed and her says, my aunt's name is Tammy and Tammy kept just sitting up in bed. Oh, and my mom would like lay her, <laughs> lay her back down <laughs> and then she would just sit back up in bed like asleep. No. And my mom's like, Oh my God, lay her back down. Just it just freaked her out, dude. I had that. I mean, I I mean, it sound like I sound like a one upper, but I swear to God, that is exact same thing with my youngest sister, Erica. She would do that, and she was creepy because she would sleep with her eyes half open. Cody was like that. She's one of those, so she would just like do that same thing, and I was like, "Are you awake?" <laughs> I mean, she only did it one time though, and I was so scared of it that I just got out of bed and went and got my parents. Because <laughs> <laughs> something's like, wrong with something's Erica. wrong with Erica. <laughs> What do we do? Dude. Okay. Hey guys, by the way, welcome to between the reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah. We're sorry. This episode's coming out late, but we have had a huge uh, issue with scheduling and not being around at the same time. So we've both been very busy. And for me, especially where I've been at very difficult to, (laughs) you guys are probably thinking like, this sounds like an excuse. No, (laughs) very difficult to take my computer. And Yeah. yeah. And honestly make time in the middle of stuff I'm, I was doing that work related, um, to get it done. So sorry about that. Although, I mean, you guys, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm assuming you're all long time listeners. So yeah, we pretty more regularly do we put them out on time. So (laughs) thank you for accepting our apology. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been in, I was in Austin. I was out there with visiting staccato pistols. Um, I'm not really getting, you know, maybe one day we'll have someone on Tony Pignato from Staccato. Come on. He can talk about that company. If you guys are interested in hearing about it, you say um, his last name's Pignato from Staccato. Yeah, dude. He's Italian. Like, yeah. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is such a, he is a hoot. And so I was out there and touring the facility. They manufacture all of their pistols in tech in Austin, um, using American steel. It's a very, it was a very, very cool experience to have. And you know, you guys know I'm getting into a lot of marksmanship training and, um, tactical games was what I've had my eyes set on, but also now my eyes are kind of set on just getting into USPSA, which is 
it's shooting competition without the 21-15-9, you know, <laughs> without, oh. the, <laughs> without like, the sled yes. dragging and, and the plate carrier and the, all the stuff, which I'm very interested in because I love the fitness aspect. And I also really love that in the tactical games, obviously I haven't done it because okay, so I'm not speaking from experience, but I'm speaking from assumption from what I've seen and what I understand is that it's a great opportunity, at least for me, because I'm interested in it is doing like grunt work and physical work, almost really, um, uh, imitating in a way, um, someone in, you know, uh, the army or the Navy or one like of the people, services. Yeah. One of, yeah. one of the services, which I think is, you know, for all of us that well, for those of us that are interested in that, but never went into that or got into it, but are really, really respect it. And especially within CrossFit type stuff that we did, you know, all the hero workouts, we really, we, there's tons of people that are, are vets that came from that world and they're continuing, you know, their fitness and competition and just the camaraderie that, that, that there is in functional fitness competition. Um, it's just another aspect to get to like be able to somewhat relate to it, to understand it or, or even empathize, not empathize, but yeah, understand it a little bit more, you know, yeah. and not, I don't really think there'd be a really opportunity for me to do that. Um, aside from tactical games, unless I was enlisting. So, yeah, and, you're and, not I'm, gonna not, do that. and I'm not enlisting yet. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, right at all. No, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't enlist unless yeah. you know, there was really a, a reason why because we had I to, because I had to. I mean, I'm definitely out of the age range for that. So, and I remember when I was really little, mm -hmm. and I was starting to understand like what that meant, really yeah. little. And I remember thinking like, okay, I was like doing the math in my head, like, okay, um, well, my dad, if if they had to do that again, like, my dad, he he's too he's, he's too old and a little too broken, so he for sure wouldn't get. Uh, oh, he wouldn't right. be, he wouldn't be in the draw or whatever it's called. I'm like, and the my draft, brother, the draft, <laughs> the draw. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the oh my God. I do have something to tell you after, after I finish this, that's really funny. And then I'd think like, Oh, and my brother, well, he's the only boy. He's my only brother. So, you know, I remember that. I remember hearing that that was one of the things too, you know? No, I don't think it is. It was too. I don't think so. I think so. At least I my mean, father it might told me that when I was little. I think maybe you said that so that you felt better. Well, I'm going to keep thinking <laughs> it. So mind your own P's and Q's. <laughs> I don't think so. Now what I'm going to say is yeah. Devin texted me the other day and she was dying laughing. Actually, I think we, we were on the phone. And we've decided, and I haven't even talked to Gina about this, but I do think this is a really good idea and it'd be funny. Devin's like, I think I should just start being on the podcast. Like, you know, it's like the person that's on the couch yeah, 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 involved, but not really involved. Yeah. And, um, for her just to, she said, cause all the times that I'm wanting to say something and I'm like, Oh God, what is that word? What is that word? Oh. <laughs> she's, she's on the other side being like, this is it. This is the word. <laughs> she's like our, yeah, I would love it's that. Can of worms, I not box of worms, bro. <laughs> I know. Cause there's definitely times when both of us are like, uh, 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 wait, what is that? What is, what is that oh, thing? You guys. And then it's like, yeah. I start to try and like describe what I'm thinking, what the word is. And like, yeah. you guys know what I'm saying, right? You guys, know, yeah. you guys know what the word is, That's right? That's funny. No, I think we should do that. I mean, I've seen like other podcasts where people, I mean, these are like, yeah. you know, big, big name podcasts, like where they have like information people or like, they just oh, have like yeah. somebody like looking up shit, like, you yes. know, on computers, and, like sending in. 
Well, we're going to have Devin be our Devin. And, um, you know, when one of us can't maybe make a podcast, Devin can just take our spot. Yeah. Love it. Makes, you know, Into it. We make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Oh, okay. I had a really interesting thing happen to me the other day. I mean, I always have weird things happening to me. Um, So go to the movie theater. You know, we do like movie club every Wednesday. I go to the movie theater and I'm getting a call from Ruby. It was kind of an emergency. So I'm like getting up out of the theater, walk out, talk, and then come back in. Well, as I'm coming back in, I'm walking in and it's like, you know, it's dead quiet, super dark. And the the row behind me, all of a sudden, this dog starts barking at me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I just, it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, Jesus. And I look and this woman has her dog in the movie theater, which I don't know what the rules are with that, but I, it's, it scared me so bad. And I yelled so loudly that the rest of the movie theater starts laughing. And then this whole row of people are giving me dirty looks as if I somehow made their dog bark. <laughs> 
all like this just like not like sorry crusty look yeah like fuck you you're not supposed to have a dog in here and so then i had to go out again dog barks at me again anyway I was just wondering, like, is that a thing? Like, people should be able to bring their dog into a movie theater? I mean, you I know, feel like there are some people, I don't like, think it's... dog moms that would feel like they can. But, you know, oh, man, I just feel like since I can't, you can't fly with your ESA, ESA pets anymore, you shouldn't be able to take them to the movie theater. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know what? Honestly, I'm fine. Like you sneak that little pup in, but like yeah, but at least like, quiet? yeah. Or at least like apologize. Like, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. You know, something. I mean, I said I that, fine, yeah. but like, don't vibe me over the fact like, like I somehow, my presence fucked your dog up. Yeah. They should have apologized. I'm sorry. Yeah. You should have said. Seemed apologetic. Like, <laughs> I don't know, clamp the dog's mouth. Were you supposed to, or, or at least be like, hey, shh, don't do that. He's sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he, you spooked him. And in return, he scared the crap out of you. <laughs> I know. So Kylie's like telling every single person's like, wait, somebody had a dog in a movie theater. I'm like, yeah, never seen it. Never have. I actually have never seen that either. Yeah. I just, I thought, like I thought, yeah, I don't know. I was actually just going to say, I thought the weirdest thing I've experienced in a movie theater was actually me trying to eat food in, uh, uh, quiet, a quiet place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're seeing the movie, like the a, most, quiet, a quiet place. The guys, quietest guys, movie. Yes. If you guys have seen that movie, I mean, it is, it's almost, well, one, it's very, it's, it's stressful. It's tense. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. But it's so quiet <laughs> that even I was like, even if I felt like I was breathing too loud, I was <laughs> yes. embarrassed. Yes. And I'm sitting back there and Gina, we talked about this, but Gina brought me food, um, meal prep for me. I can't remember where I came straight from, maybe the gym or something. And had too much sriracha. We're in there. Yeah. We're in there and I'm, it's all quiet. And it's like crack, crack. Every, it's like echoing because they're so quiet. As I take the Tupperware lid off, I'm like, oh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it makes that little suction. Yeah. Then every bite, it's like if I hit if my if my fork like hit the glass, everyone heard it. And then then it's just so spicy that you're like, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit! I was like, sorry, friend, I forgot that you're not spice spice lover. No, the best is I was like, it is hot, Jeannie. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you don't like it. I was like, no, I'm not kidding. It's hot. You try it. She takes a bite. She goes, oh, I may have got to put, may have got a little too much on there. I did put a lot on there. It was, it was a lot. Oh man. All right. Well, I wanted to read this. Uh, uh, this is from Alexis Lipson. Okay. And it's pranks. Ah, so I think, yeah, yeah she's talking about like when we were talking about our, we did yeah, our send, pranks. Us, send us your pranks. Yeah, send us your pranks. So she said, hi, Brooke and Gina. I love the podcast. I won't lie. I don't always keep up. Well, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. We don't, we don't either. We don't either. Yeah. Um, but Between the Reps is one of the only two podcasts I listen to consistently. So props to you both for meeting whatever wildly specific criteria I have, <laughs> which is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, your pranks discussion this week immediately shot me back to undergrad when my roommate and I had a prank war with some of our guy friends. They lived in the quads, which meant they had an entrance accessible to anyone. We taped them in one night, waited for them to leave for class. Wait, we taped them in one night. Hmm, Maybe the door. 
Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yeah, uh, keep going. Waited for them to leave for class in the morning and pelted them with water balloons another day. But the real win was when we covered their welcome mat with PB&J oh, oh. sandwiches. No they, no, they probably taped their door shut. Oh, okay. Because anyone can come in the building. Oh, got it. Like, okay. taped their door got shut it. so they couldn't get out. <laughs> no, this is this is terrible. Uh, we covered their welcome mat with PB&J sandwiches. And the rage that ensued suggests it worked, but also, as Gina said, all these pranks make her immediately question cleanup sucked. Yeah. PBJ sandwiches. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a mess. I just think of, like, ants. Oh, yeah. So many ants. I worked at the local DQ at the time and definitely apologize for that one with free ice cream, but I stand by the creativity of it. Stay great, Alexis. Thank you, Alexis. Um, Yeah. I would just take I would just take the welcome mat and chuck it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're you know? gonna save it. So, and it's not like you're I mean, you're in you're on college campus, not like you can go outside. What I'm picturing is like, you know, maybe like a dad and his like boxers outside waving to the neighbor, spraying it off with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Just like on that with the setting where you twist it and it's like it's like shooting super straight and super hard. You know, like the setting on a hose, <laughs> <Yes>. on a <laughs> hose sprayer. <laughs> it's like the, uh, oh, what do they call that? I don't know. Dude, I know. Like my, br- like I have one of those, the nozzles. Well, it's like, there's like, there's like, hose the, that there's has like all the like rain, soaks, uh, yeah. rain setting. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's like the laser beam. Yeah, <laughs> it's not called laser beam. Jet. I'm, it is jet. jet. It's jet. It is jet. I was like, God, I know, I know this one. It's jet. Yeah, Devin's Everyone. back there. It's jet, you guys. Yelling, it's yelling jet. at the fucking God damn it. It's jet. <laughs> or I could just picture Devin listening to him, being like, you're, "You've almost got it." You've, yep. <laughs> yeah. It's on the tip of your tongue. It's on the tip of your tongue. She's like a parent in the audience, just like, jet. Mm, "Come on, yeah." Jet. <laughs> like we're in the spelling bee trying to spell. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. R. Uh, oh, JR. Man. No, I was, I was in my mind. I was then <laughs> in my mind. I went straight to a Billy Madison uh, oh, quote okay. when he's like, he's spelling something and he's like, are you going to the mall later? Because he got, <laughs> it wasn't R. I do. Yes. C O. <laughs> W no <laughs> gosh uh, great movies he's spelling cur- they're doing cursive yeah he's have to write pizza in cursive on the board <laughs> do you remember this so well it's funny I know I know he's I've, I he's like, I've only seen it once it was so he does ago. he does one and he finishes it and it's like imperfect cursive and then he's like she's like okay pizza and he starts writing p yeah. I, and it comes to the Z's and oh. he just goes up and he goes <laughs> it's true because like the lowercase Z is weird I know you go yeah. yeah that Veronica Vaughn <laughs> man she just embarrasses him and he goes those are Z's she makes fun of him all the kids start laughing he gets mad and runs out <laughs> Man, what a funny, stupid movie. What a funny concept. Oh my goodness. I love it. So I was at, well, Gina looks at one other question. I was at Staccato. Oh, no, no, I think we're, I'm, yeah. Is that it? We, well, we got to wrap this up pretty soon because you got to go somewhere. Yes. Well, I'm going to get to where I'm going. Here we yeah. go. 
I'm going to do this in a fast forward and, um, staccato. I was there touring the facility. I actually, before I jumped on this podcast, I was going to pick up my pistol. Um, I got a new competition pistol. I'm very excited about it. It is hands down the easiest, best, most accurate pistol I've ever shot. Those of you that are not into guns, don't come at me. This is not any reason to get upset. Um, and every person working there was just, they were awesome, you know? And I, I like to use the term good old boy. Um, that will explain them to a T for a lot of you, I feel like. For a lot of you, you may not really understand what that term means, but just think dependable, nice, hardworking, you know, they do things because they care, because they want to, not because they need someone to praise them or thank them or give them anything in return. Um, they just, they care about people and they, they love hard work and they love their family and they, and they love freedom. They love America. Um, I had a great time. We did three days. Mm, I think it was like two and a half days at the range and starting from, we, I just, we just started from the beginning, you know, um, when I say the beginning, starting from scratch, holster, holding, drawing, tons of dry fire practice. It was all about accuracy. And just like in, if I, you know, and actually Tony helped, you know, he related a lot of things for me to fitness. So I'll relay some things to you that also made a lot of sense for me. You know, when I'm in comp, when you're in competition, where you make up time, like at the CrossFit games, right? Where people make up time because the level of competition, like the, the field of is so close. Like everyone is so comparable that where you make up time is in like transition. It's not in the movement oh. itself. It's in transition from one thing to another. And so doing all this, it was really cool because it was not only, it was like patting my head and rubbing my tummy because you really had to, it's all about body mechanics, awareness, and consistency and almost like choreography that you have to figure out before you go. So when I say before you go, we got to where we were doing sort of like a, it wasn't just stand and shoot at the target. It was creating almost like a, a course that you had to get through. You know, they had targets that were no, like no shoot. They had <clears throat> targets that were shoot and they were kind of like hidden there were steel targets. There were far targets. I think um, it like men in black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that part though? Remember they had to go through the, they had to go through the course and like, yeah, no, I do. To, I do. And, yeah, and, he, and they got, yeah. And how he got picked and like, he didn't, he didn't shoot the alien Yep. and they were like, Oh no, you weren't supposed to shoot the alien. It was a friendly alien, you know, mm -hmm. or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, and, like that. and then it all has to do too with how, where do I make up time? And then not only is it just running, like it's not just running gun, you know, it is on the target. There's depending on where you hit is points. So it really is about accuracy and consistency. So you really are just like with, you know, fitness or what I experienced with training It's called, we call it threshold training. And it has to do with your form and your technique. You know, you don't just go in and just black out and just do whatever and just try to go to fa as fast as you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about, um, first having the technique 
And then when it's really good and you're moving really well, then you can kind of push your speed a little bit that challenges you, you know? And then the second your technique starts to kind of fall apart a little bit, you pull back, you slow down, and then you redo it again. So we, it was really awesome because I had a lot of opportunity to practice that, like be doing really well. And then Tony and Kirk would be like, all right, now go fast, speed up, you know? And then I would do that. And then I would, you know, there'd be certain parts where like, oh, my, the shot wasn't where it was supposed to be. Um, so then we'd pull, I'd pull back again, uh, which I was, I was threshold training with. So it's just like a bunch of like repetitive. And I mean, exercise, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and what was really hard for me. And that, you don't really think of it that way. Cause like, no. when I think of like shooting, I just think of like those people standing in the, in the range or in the like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. man. No, it is. It is. You're like moving. So, so physical. Even if you were just standing and shooting it so physical, I mean, everything down to your feet and how you are bracing your body and where there's tension, where there's not plays a huge role in accuracy and, and being able to absorb recoil, right. And being mm-hmm. able to get like, if you were in the middle of like, if God forbid, if you actually were having to defend yourself, you, it's very important that you should feel really comfortable in one, knowing how to handle it, knowing how to do it, you know, all the things with it, take care of it, put it away, clean it, clean it, X, Y, Z, but you should feel really comfortable in your ability to do that, to protect yourself. And a lot of that is going to be getting all of the positions and your technique and everything into your subconscious. So it just becomes second nature. And I, you know, it's not second nature for me right now. So it takes a lot of focus. So at the end of it, it's like my brain was tired. Um, but also using muscles and using them differently, like in CrossFit and stuff, unless I'm using like one arm at a time. But if I have two of my, my hand, both my hands working on something, it's usually, I want it to be equally as, you know, um, engaged, um, stabilized, whatever. But with this, it's all about in just your hands on the pistol. It's, you can't, you don't want to, you don't squeeze, you don't have as much tension or squeezing the gun with both hands. Your right hand, if you're a right-handed shooter is way more relaxed. Your left hand is kind of what helps brace. So that was something that was like the pat my head, rub my tummy. Because for me, when I was just shooting the target and I would, you know, it wasn't for time. We weren't doing anything that there wasn't the buzzer. I was just practicing dry firing or, or drawing from my holster. I could find that. But then the second we were on the move and I was kind of doing the course, I immediately started to like engage my whole body because when you're on the move, you want to be fast and precise and controlled, but you need to move quick. And when I would do that, I immediately engage both sides of everything, like my whole body. And so that was something that is exciting because it's challenging and, you know, challenging stuff is fun. Even when in the beginning, you're like, oh, I suck at this. Yeah, but but anyway, the fun, right? Yeah. I came home. Um, I then went to Jackson hole for cowboy camp. I was out there at diamond cross ranch with my brother and this is not a dude ranch. We were learning and cowboy and we were riding and learning to, uh, we went on a, a little cattle drive. We learned how to cut cows. So if you were ranching, which that's why I was doing it, um, that's what it's for. You know, it's not all, it's not rodeo but it's actual work. It is, it was learning and practicing things that will become 
well, one that I have always really wanted to do. Um, but and now it's really going to be super valuable for me at, at our ranch with my dad and doing things like that. Same for Cody. So we were roping, um, riding, cutting, and just having such a good time. My parents, I came home. My dad was like, I mean, I was, I had a permanent smile, like open mouth, ear to ear smile the entire time that I was there. And, and this will blow your mind, Gina. I did not wash my hair. <laughs> oh, damn. For like, since before I left to go, I, I washed perfect. it now. I, I, mean, I it think now. it's perfect because you just have a hat on anyway. Exactly. But every time I took that hat off, whoa, buddy. <laughs> it's like you were you still wearing the hat. Oh, you, you had an invisible cowboy hat on. Dude, I, can, you, I can imagine it. You would have got the biggest kick out of it. I should have <laughs> taken a picture. <laughs> I would have. And then I would have kept the picture. I have and like, I, I feel like I have a whole album of you like with bad hair. My bad hair. Yeah. You do. Bad hair. I, t- I don't really. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. We got, I got home, we got home yesterday and now I'm leaving today to go to South Dakota. <laughs> Dude, you're just, you're just so What's so funny is I, I was texting Todd the other day and I, I remember what, I don't remember exactly how the conversation went, but at some point I basically said, well, I'm going to see you in North Dakota. And he goes, nope, I won't, nope. he goes, he goes, I won't be there. And I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, I'll be in South Dakota. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, one of the Dakotas. I'm going to one of the Dakotas. Yeah. Have you ever I been kept- doing a, Dak- a Dakota? No. And no. I, I, you know why I was, well, here's the thing. I just couldn't remember which one I was going to. I know the airport I'm flying to. I feel like I don't even know where the Dakotas are on the map. Well, I'm not necessarily sure either, but they are on mountain time. So I know they're close by. (laughs) (laughs) There's a Dakota going to creep up on you at any, any minute. (laughs) A Dakota, a Dakota's going to creep up. That's what creeped up on you in the movie theater. (laughs) Dakotas could be anywhere. <laughs> but it's, oh I'm so he and Todd's been working a ton and I'm not, I've been traveling too. So, you know, that long distance thing, Florida boy, Utah girl. So I'm going to go and meet him there just for the weekend. And we're going to go see Mount Rushmore and go to the, uh, uh, is it Black Hills National Forest? I don't know. That's a cake. I thought. It's either Black Hills or it's Black Rock National Forest. Cannot okay. remember, but we're going to go do that. So cool. it'll be fun for a couple of days. And then I'm coming home and then I'm going to work with my dad. Nice. And, maybe and we'll sweet. do some podcasts. Yeah. And we're going to podcast. Yeah. 
maybe take a nap. Who <laughs> stopped traveling for a while? Um, yeah. I did have one more that was a prank one. I figure I should just read this one since yes. I did the last one. This is yes. from Brittany Handback. And it says, Hey, Brooke and Gina, this is Brittany from Nashville. Just listening to your podcast and heard you explaining, explain antiquing. Well, years ago when the Jackass movie was kind of popular, my husband and I rented it from a video store. Yes, we are old. Hey, I feel you. Um, <laughs> I used to love Blockbuster. Yeah, I know, right? You'd go in, you'd pick something out and like, yeah. while you pick out a movie, you're over in the, the snack section. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Blockbuster yeah. We run straight to the new releases. And then oh, a yeah. lot of times they wouldn't be there. And then you'd run up to the counter and like, see you if they had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see if they had one. Um, uh, we thought our kids ages four and six were asleep. So we decided to watch it and laughed, especially at the antiquing part. Flash, oh, forward, yes. <laughs> flash forward to a couple of weeks later, while on vacation in Florida, we noticed how quiet it was in our kid's bedroom. We opened the bedroom door to find our daughter, the four-year-old antiquing her brother, the six-year-old with baby powder. <laughs> Needless to say, we laughed hysterically as opposed to getting upset. Our poor son woke up with a mouthful of baby powder. If I can dig up the picture, I will send it to you. We would love to see the picture. Yes. Um, she said, love the podcast. Have fun when you come to Nashville. And if you need any recommendations for restaurant, bars, gyms, coffee shop, et cetera, let me know. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Brittany. Actually, we might hit you up for that because we are going pretty soon. Um, that is hilarious. That is funny. You know, have you, I don't know if you've seen it. Maybe some of you guys that are listening have seen that Todd absolutely loves this video. It's these two little kids and they're covered in paint, like covered. And they're yeah. in the bathtub, just sitting there. Oh, I think I have seen And this. the dad's talking to him. Yeah. And he's trying to get to the bottom of like what's gone down. And they're both just like. Yep. And then, and then like they're, they're trying to blame it on each other. So the one kid's like pointing at, <laughs> pointing at his brother. I mean, these kids are probably the little ones, probably like three two or yeah, yeah, two or three. And the other yeah. brother's like five. Yeah. And they're in there just like green and red paint. <laughs> all over i mean their eyes are the only thing that you isn't painted oh my god kids i remember i think i've told this story but i i caught my kids uh joey and jordan the two brothers in in their room they shared a room and i go in and there's there's writing on the carpet and i go okay so who did this and jordan goes joey <laughs> but it says j-o-r-d and like the like joey couldn't write jordan's name it was like when he was first learning to write his name yeah and i was like joey didn't write start writing your name like the kid just like what an idiot it's almost like putting, yeah putting like your like your fingerprint on something and being like that was joey <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't that was you you little liar oh jordan was such a weird kid we were just remembering this he used to scare me a little bit because for a while it was just he and I living together mm -hmm. and he had this, uh, it was like a pencil box. And I swear to God, this kid, every time I'd like, I'd hear him like talking in his room and I'd go and I'd be like, what is, who's he talking to? And he'd have his pencil box open and then he'd close it and he'd be, yeah. And he'd like to be talking in it. And then he'd see me and he'd shut it really quick. <laughs> And then he was like, in there? Yeah, like, what? Is there an Indian in the closet? <laughs> yeah, it's like in the cupboard. Indian in the cupboard? Yeah. I was like, Indian the? in the closet? Yeah, in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I got her this time, Deb. 
gosh. You guys, I am losing it. Can you keep going? <laughs> no, no. I mean, that was pretty much it, but he used to scare me. And so I'd always be like, what is in that? And he would like kind of hide it. Like when he was positioning all the stuff, he'd kind of like put it under the papers. And so one time he was taking a nap and I went in there and I opened it to see what was in there. Empty. <laughs> Not anything, like not a little figurine, like nothing. Just he was talking into the pencil box. You know what's so funny about that is it's like, how old was he? God, I mean, he was old enough to talk. So, I mean, I don't know. Three? I get all their age, probably two? like oh, yeah, two, two and a half two, or something. Yeah. Man, and, and you know what's so funny about that is like, just to like, I thought was he met with like my nephew, Jack. Yeah, I know. Yes. Jack's five, he's five. Yeah. And he says some stuff. Like they say that it's called theta. Like that's the state that your, your brain is in for quite a while when you're growing up. Okay. And it's, that's imagination. Yes. You know? And that is why kids aren't supposed to make like decisions. Why the parents are like, all right, I got this. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Uh, nope. We don't. Yeah. No, yeah. we don't actually um, pee in the sink. I know it looks like a <laughs> toilet, but it's not one. <laughs> you don't eat the dog food. I know you want to be a dog, but you, yes. your, your cup's over here. And, yeah. Yeah. We I need mean, somebody that's not in the theta state. I remember when I was little and I loved playing like kitchen yeah. and I remember like my friends being over and we would be, we'd be like, we'd play restaurant in the kitchen, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but we would like make stuff. And then I also remember like playing, like we'd play animals. Mm-hmm. And we definitely played dogs. I loved, I, you know, being a puppy. But then we also, as a whole neighborhood, in one of the neighbors' backyard, it was huge. They had a trampoline. We would play animals, and we got to pick our animal. And it was always like a cheetah, or you know, like a panther, or a monkey, or a gorilla. And all of us, a neighborhood kids, yeah. running all over, just like. <laughs> All the parents are like, dude, this is, we really have like, this, They're all animals. just out of, it was, like, what the in, hell? Yeah, I lived in a circle. So like a lot of the homes, you really could just see the backyard of this house. I could just picture, you know, parents coming out just on the front porch, just having a cup of coffee, just watching the kids from far away. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> well, they don't seem a to be A bunch of little trouble. idiots running around. Yeah. 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 I, what, we, we played, uh, just because I had like three like siblings. We didn't live in like a neighborhood with a bunch of kids. But my, I used to play with my cousins a lot at my grandma's and I don't know why, like, it was so weird. We were thinking about it like years later, but we would always play, it was my sister, Krista, myself, and then my cousin, Jeff, and Jeff was always Wonder Woman. <laughs> Krista was always Robin, the sidekick of Batman. There was no yeah. Batman and I was Catwoman. And for some reason, Jeff would always be wearing my grandma's nightgown. As Wonder be, Woman? As Wonder Woman. Oh my gosh. And everyone was like, you know, like joking later. They're like, oh, like, you know, he's probably gay or tra- trans or something. And I was like, no, he just liked to spin. <laughs> <laughs> he just liked to spin and have a thing go out. Yeah, yeah he just liked to spin. Yeah, so funny. And yeah, I was like, that is so random. Very strange. But we've played that for, oh my God, hours and hours and hours. Yeah, weird shit. You got to get going. I'm okay. just looking at the time. I know. I anyway. Do. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, don't forget. We love to. you. Don't forget to go ahead. Oh, wait. Sorry. Rate, review, subscribe. If you, if you could subscribe, give us a five star rating or five star warning. Hey, hey. <laughs> we'll talk to you. Idiots. Idiots. I know. We'll talk to you. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.